With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with ben wilson and mike pritchard live from phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is another hour of the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM, and we are live from the site of Super Bowl 57, just like Brent Musburger said. From Radio Row, Mike Pritchard, our representative, kicking off the week of VSIN coverage uh, live in Phoenix. Great to have Mike Pritchard out there. Uh, first of many shows that we'll be uh, sending live from the Super Bowl site. I'm Ben Wilson. In the meantime, back in Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Big thanks to Elliot Bauman, our producer, uh, everybody else uh, helping out behind the scenes here at Circa. Pritch, you, you know you and I, we, we love a deep, deep dive, and that's what we're here to do in the build-up <laughs> to the Super Bowl. So we just talked about Super Bowl MVP potential in the last segment, how Patrick Mahomes is, mm-hmm. it, it feels like that is the guy if Kansas City is to win. Meanwhile, for Philadelphia, there's a bunch of different options. You have to look, though, at the secondaries and, and how the matchups will work, especially if we start with the Philadelphia secondary matching up against Patrick Mahomes in the Kansas City offense. Number one pass defense team on an EPA per play basis all season. With, with how limited, uh, though, of, of elite quarterbacks they faced, only two in the top ten, uh, how do you see from the X's and O's standpoint uh, that that defense ends up looking against such an elite offense in Mahomes and the Chiefs? Well, here's where... Um the narrative about Patrick Mahomes winning MVP really comes through. I mean, outside of him, maybe Travis Kelsey, right? But uh, Kansas City relies so heavily on their scheme. Um, They can't get to featured matchups outside of Travis Kelsey. They'll move him around to kind of do that by design, but it's still within the scheme. Uh, It's all about the trigger guys, all about Patrick Mahomes and finding the the correct receivers, right? Uh, So if you're the Eagles, you know, do you sit back in zone? Uh, and, And do you kind of play a conservative conservatively that way so that okay we're in right position we're not going to avoid an area uh, all right uh, we're going to be okay we're not going to give up a big play because i think uh, a lot of times if you're playing zone uh, if you give up a big play that that is really what breaks you down so uh, i expect that to happen i don't see them matching up one-on-one they don't have to you know bradbury and slay they're on the outside and for the kansas city chiefs they're not you know, that dynamic on the outside. I mean, everything's mm-hmm. in the middle of the field, really, with this offense and the scheme. Uh, so what are what are the Eagles going to do to kind of slow down the middle of the field uh, for Kansas City? That That's the question that I want to answer to, uh, certainly as we move closer and closer to kickoff. But uh, you can't bracket Kelsey. Um, I, I think that'll break you down, too, defensively. You can't move one of those outside guys in, on the inside 
the kind of man up Kelsey that kind of breaks you down defensively of what you want to do too. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the matchup to watch. That is another one uh, to watch. But uh, you know, the Eagles, I, I think they're going to be predominantly in a zone situation uh, and try to get after the passer uh, with their with their front. You'd think too, you, if you're Philadelphia, you're looking at tape of of San Francisco versus Kansas City, of mm-hmm. of the Denver games versus Kansas City, because those were. Those are three of the seven games. Patrick Mahomes played seven games this season against top ten pass defenses in the league. The Chiefs went six and one in those games, and the numbers Mahomes <laughs> put up in those seven contests were would have graded out second on the entire season as far as EPA for, per attempt on dropbacks uh, for all quarterbacks. So it's a guy who's put up big numbers, even even Pritch when he's had to face these elite defenses. And I'd have to think if you're Philadelphia, you're, you're looking at, at those specific games trying to figure out some edges from the X's and O's. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I I think if you're the Eagles, uh, where can we win the game? Where do we have a chance as a defense uh, against Patrick Mahomes and the efficient offense that he has? And that's in the red zone. You know, that's uh, in a condensed area of the football field where you can uh, use zone to your advantage. Right. Uh, You can you can use some bracket um, uh, concepts to kind of neutralize Travis Kelsey if you have to. You could rob the middle of the field uh, on some crossing routes. You don't necessarily have to play man. In fact, you probably want to invite Kansas City to run the football uh, in the red zone, which that's something I think Kansas City is going to have to do. But uh, can the Eagles rally up and make a tackle short of the end zone? You know, that's, that's a big question mark too, though. But, no, I, I think out in the field, as efficient as Kansas City is, as – great of a quarterback as Patrick Mahomes is right now, seeing the field, even with the ankle situation, that's going to be hard to shut down. Oh, no question. I mean, it's, it's why it's the matchup we need to do the deep, deep dive on. Right. Uh, number one mm-hmm. versus number one. Best pass defense versus best pass yeah. offense. You know, at the same token, though, look, this Kansas City uh, pass defense is one that has relied heavily on youth, bringing four rookie defensive backs <laughs> in who are starters. And you think about history, Pritch. I mean, you have to go back to 1981 when Ronnie Lott was a rookie. The last time a Super Bowl team had at least three rookie defensive starters in their secondary. Think about that. We're talking, you weren't even in high school yet, Pritch. Your your football career hadn't (laughs) even started back then the last time a team trotted out at least three rookie DBs. Yeah, I was running up and down some football field somewhere in Las Vegas, though. So uh, 1981, <laughs> uh, bumping my head against the goalpost somewhere. Uh, but no, you're right. You're, you're right. I mean, that 81 49ers team, too, uh, I mean, led by Ronnie Lott, uh, the great Hall of Famer. Um, but yeah, I mean, that that defense, too, uh, if you remember football, well, you weren't born yet, Ben. Yeah, not but, quite. Uh, if, you've seen, <laughs> if you've seen the highlights and if you understood football, I mean, that they were so innovative, like, you know, for what they wanted to do and how they wanted to evolve uh, offensively, but then defensively, just defensively sound uh, with those rookie uh, uh, secondary players uh, there. But, you know, there's a saying in the league, though, uh, certainly I experienced it my rookie year. After you get so far through a season as a starter or somebody who's made an impact or somebody who's played a lot of ball, you're no longer a rookie. The coaches aren't looking at you as a rookie. In fact, um, both of these coaches are fantastic uh, and they're, they're coaching staffs with developing players. I mean, there's a lot of young players for Kansas City contributing uh, in key roles right now, uh, in particular with the secondary. But same mm-hmm. thing uh, on the other side, too, when you look at all the draft choices starting offensively for the Eagles 
uh, but then some of the younger players too. But then, uh, you know, if you're built to go to a Super Bowl, Howie Roseman wanted to accelerate that and get it there quickly, and he did that uh, with some of the uh, acquisitions and some of the key players uh, through trades and, and free agency that way. But, no, it's remarkable. Uh, but a lot of these young players, you, you have to grow up. It's a get-better league. I say that all the time. And for the contribution from these younger players to get their team to a Super Bowl, uh, I think their confidence will be there as well come Sunday. Yeah, the chief rookies in that, in that secondary who've played big roles. Maybe they haven't started every game, but they've been big rotational right. pieces. You have Trent McDuffie, Joshua Williams, uh, Jalen Watson, and Brian Cook as well, who have who've taken si significant snaps. Yet, at the same time, there have been growing pains for the chief secondary. Second worst mm -hmm in red zone touchdown percentage allowed to opposing defenses and they've allowed the most pass touchdowns to uh, to opposing offenses all season you think about how that will match up against this sort of hybrid six back run first offense in philadelphia uh, how how much help do you believe steve spagnola will give his secondary when there could be the case to be made that there's a more important task at hand right on the line of scrimmage there on defense right you know it's interesting because i, I knew you were going to bring some stats today uh uh, and I, I got to put it in a context a little bit because, like, you know, Kansas City, they don't cover games. They don't. We know that. Um, but they, and they lean on their offense, too, right? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, whether he's going to bail them out or not. But, you, you know, when, when some of those things were happening to the defense, I wonder, um, was it garbage time or, or was it, you know, non-competitive situations? Or, or, or was that the trademark of the defense, in your opinion? No, look, at the game flow matters a lot. And when, you're, when you have a mm -hmm. Kansas City offense that led the league in yards per play and yards per drive and a team that went over a, number, you know, a majority of games, yeah, the defensive numbers aren't, aren't going to be you know, necessarily as, as spotless, so to speak. Yet at the same mm -hmm. time, look, do, are those numbers maybe a little bit exaggerated based on what the true nature <laughs> of Kansas City's defense is? Probably, yet... It right. seems on the surface, Mike, like a pretty big step back and, and step down in class if you're comparing them to what's on the other side of the ball in Philadelphia from how elite they've been in, in all those regards. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I, I go back to last year with the Chiefs defense, and they, they came up short, didn't get to the Super Bowl. Uh, remember Sorensen and how bad that defense was? <laughs> and uh, like, I wanted to go back out there and play against them. But uh, last year they allowed 22 points per game, which was 10th. In the National Football League, they gave up 15 rushing touchdowns to 27 passing touchdowns last year. And so that was a concern. So I guess my whole point is I think it's within Kansas City's nature to not be stout defensively. You know, they haven't really uh, built their team to, to be like that uh, on that side of the ball. It's more predominantly on the offensive side of the ball with that quarterback, right? And uh, it's worked. So... To your point, I get it, but I, I think it's part of the nature of Kansas City. I think they know how to play with a defense that's less than less than desirable at this point. It, it's a totally it's a totally fair point. I mean, you go back to the Super Bowl season Kansas City had when they when they won that 2019 mm -hmm. season, beating San Francisco. And I remember the big talking point was, all right, can Kansas City can they at least get their defense from horrible to like respectable? <laughs> that like that would be enough. It doesn't have to be an elite unit. Uh, if I if I I just pulled up to the numbers. If you go all the way back, so from the start of 2019 season, and keep in mind, since the start of 2019, I mean Kansas City has been in the AFC Championship game now every single season. Right over those four seasons combined. They're only 15th in the league on, a, on an EPA per play basis defending the pass. Mm -hmm. So, again, it's, it's been pretty much mediocre. And, and this season, they, you know, they, were, uh, they, were, they were dipping down a little bit more than that. But, again, 
Now, when you have a, a guy as elite as Patrick Mahomes that can make up for some of those deficiencies, the question it just becomes is, in a matchup against a team like Philadelphia that's so elite running the football but also has the ability to burn you deep with weapons like Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown, is this the sort of matchup where those deficiencies do get exposed? And that's what we're trying right. to figure out heading into the game. Well, and, and that's what um, I, I want to build on, Ben, because, like, if it's within your nature to play like this with a less, less than desirable defense, uh, you know, rookie players or, or uh, you know, you might not be as talented as you want to be. Um, but think about it from the fact that you're not going to let yourself be exposed that way. Like, the Eagles, are, are you really going to cover A.J. Brown one-on-one? -on -one? <laughs> You're <laughs> right. probably not going to do that, right? Uh, maybe you take a chance with one-on-one -on -one coverage with, with Smith on the other side, uh, if you can get Snead back, you know. Uh, but I, I think the Eagles or, or the Kansas City Chiefs, from a defense standpoint, can adapt uh, to within their nature right now. You have to think there will be some different looks thrown out by Steve Spagnuolo, the D.C., uh, heading into the big game on Sunday. That That is for sure. When we come back, some more news and notes from around the NFL uh, there's some news coming out of Las Vegas from Devontae Adams after the Pro Bowl. Could Aaron Rodgers uh, be a target? We'll talk about that when we return to the Lombardi line. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare this is the lombardi line with ben wilson and mike pritchard live from phoenix the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. The big game means big plans for VSEN. VSEN is in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VSEN's coverage. Huddle up and watch. Follow the money. The Lombardi line. Hey, that's us. Uh, VSEN final countdown and VSEN primetime live all week from Radio Row in Phoenix. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to VSEN.com. That is V-S-I-N. Dot com. Mike Pritchard standing by right now at Radio Row in Phoenix. Uh, Pritchard there today and tomorrow. Going to be uh, going to be a blast. Yes. Too. We, we have more guests coming up tomorrow as well. Solomon Wilcox will join us in about 15 minutes. 
Now, the, the fellow Colorado Buffalo alum uh, of you, Mike, so I'm sure you guys have just a thing or two you can you can talk about uh, on the air with Salvin oh, yeah. joins the show. Uh, and it's also, you know, in addition to having you know the celebs and the guests in this week, you talked about the fact it's kind of a, the NFL convention this this uh, every time this year leading up to the Super mm -hmm. Bowl, Mike. It's also that scuttlebutt season, right, where we're, we're hearing the rumors and you're very tied in, so I want to get your take on this. Uh, Devontae Adams coming out of the Pro Bowl yesterday uh, was basically asked if he was uh, if he's on the active pitch route trying to trying to get Aaron Rodgers to come to Vegas play for the Raiders and he basically said uh, duh like why wouldn't I be uh, <laughs> right. you have a chance to bring Aaron Rodgers to your team uh, what have you heard out here in Vegas as to what is going on behind the scenes there with Adams and Rodgers and a potential uh, reuniting there yeah, what you hear is all about timing, right? And so when do you want to talk about it or, or certainly do you want to keep holding it? And um, it, it's been it's been a few weeks, you know, in terms of what the Raiders are going to do as, as they're parting ways with Derek Carr and uh, was it going to be Tom Brady and all this stuff. And uh, I, I guess the notion that Mark Davis, the owner, and the Raiders, they need to go after a headliner. Now, Devontae Adams is here for a reason. Uh, a lot of people thought it was because of or solely because of Derek Carr. I don't think so. Um, and, and so a weeks ago, Ben, uh, I was having a conversation with some folks uh, and I brought up Tom Brady and how great that would be if the Raiders could land him uh, in Las Vegas, uh, take a run, chips to the middle of the table, make a run at the Super Bowl, all that kind of thing. Well, he retired, obviously, but before the retirement in that same conversation, a gentleman uh, said, no, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And I was like, what? It's like, yeah, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers. And I was like, no, it's not. That's incredible. I, how can that even happen? I mean, the offense is nothing that Aaron's familiar with, right? And, but it, it kind of makes sense now, since, since uh, Tom Brady has retired, uh, that the Raiders, by parting ways with somebody like Derek Carr, who is steady, you know, can he gift you over the hump? Can he get you to a Super Bowl? Obviously, the Raiders, uh, they took a lot of time deciding that, no, that's not the case. So uh, you're going to upgrade that position. You know, uh, are you going to rebuild it and start all over? You could do that uh, through the draft. Um, but I think you can still draft a quarterback and still go after uh, a player uh, like like an Aaron Rodgers when you have a Devontae Adams. So mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know what's going to happen if that can uh, come to any type of conclusion in, in which we see Aaron Rodgers out there in Vegas. But I, I believe uh, the thought is out there, the discussions are taking place you know we joke about the tampering period at least as players and this is really the tampering period all right now at the super bowl with agents walking around with gms all around and uh conversations at a, a certain restaurant or a certain lobby bar i mean that that's really when the tampering all begins and um the fact that this is coming to light with aaron Rodgers a little bit uh, along with Devontae adams uh we'll see what happens well, look, Devontae Adams has certainly helped stoke the rumors on, on his own, <laughs> trying to make right. it seem like this thing does, ha does have some legs. Uh, Adams, I know, was asked by one of the popular uh, Twitter accounts here in Vegas, oh, what, uh, yeah. what, what neighborhood are we going to get A-Rod in? And Devontae's like, oh, yeah, it's going to be going to be mine. So uh, you, I know you don't live too far away from Devontae either, Pritch, so I don't, I don't know no, if anybody is. No, not at all. Uh, well, yeah. no, I mean, Devontae was looking for a house, you know, before that trade happened. Um, and I think the same Twitter account might have had uh, the news about Devontae landing in Las Vegas uh, before he actually signed a deal. But uh, they can't sign a deal till March, the new league year, right? And, uh, but the tampering period, and, and as players, uh, we can't get fined for tampering. Like, I can lobby 
every day if I wanted to, if I'm Devontae Adams, to get uh, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers here, right? I could do that. Yeah, that's, it's, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense if you're in the player's position. The thing you just have to keep remembering, at least on the Rodgers front, is that he's got this large, like a three-year contract. He yeah. is admitted he is open to restructuring a deal, whether he comes back to Green Bay, whether he ends up playing for another team in 2023. But it's a guy under contract. There's going to have to be some sort of trade that happens, and so that's sometimes mm-hmm. where we get ahead of our, our skates a little bit, thinking, oh, well, yeah, sure. Uh, you've got a former teammate who is a, one of the top wide receivers in the game who wants to play with him, but it's not as easy as the Packers just saying, all right, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. Like, they, they are going to make sure they, they get top dollar if a team wants to get the services of Rodgers, who is toward the, you know, on, on the back nine of his career. Right. And that's, that's the reality, Pritch. So your experience, what did, what did the Jets, did they give up anything for Brent? Because Brent quit, then he didn't, he came back from retirement because <laughs> right. he wanted to stick it to the Packers and make them, make them trade him or whatever. Uh, what, do you remember what the compensation was, uh, it was for that one? It, it was conditional draft picks essentially at the time. And, and okay. the Packers, you know, they were, not, they were not going to trade. If you go back to that saga, which Aaron Rodgers, it seems like, right. is kind of trying to mirror his former teammate, <laughs> exactly. Brett Favre, right now with some of his <laughs> antics. Uh, but no, back then, you know, Favre wanted his, you know, wanted to, wanted to be traded. He was still under contract. Packers mm-hmm. said, "All right, we're, we're not obviously going to trade you within the division or the conference." So they were able to mutually agree on the Jets. Got to, it was. It ended up being a, a conditional fourth round pick that then turned into a third round pick because of certain playing time things for Favre. Now, I would say that's a right. much different scenario. Favre was. You know, you looked at where he was at in his career, even though the Packers at the time were coming off an <laughs> NFC championship game. Exactly. Favre was much more diminished in his skills than Rodgers is right now. And Rodgers still has okay. three years left on the contract. So I would have to think it's, it's much more. You've seen rumors around about, you know, how, like a first-round draft pick and a quarterback, something like that, if that's, if that's reality here. Uh, but it, it's going to cost a pretty penny. It's not like the Packers are just going to be willing to part with their, their franchise guy now for a decade and a half. I know, but okay. If he's starting to mimic what Brett did, remember Brett retired, and they the Packers moved on, and then Brett came back out of retirement right during training camp uh, and kind of forced their hand, right? Uh, yes. So I, I I don't know if Aaron will do something like that, but he kind of entertained that. He stayed he stayed away from off season before. Uh, and I, he hasn't indicated that he wanted to retire, but uh, if you're the player, if you're Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, you know what, I want to be back with Tay. Uh, I, did, I miss my guy, Tay, Devontae. I want to play golf out there in Las Vegas uh, at a certain country club. We won't name names. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, you know, <laughs> there's, there's nothing wrong with that, right? I mean, uh, now, can they make it happen, though? Like, the Raiders, they don't throw money at players in terms of sign-in bonuses, too, so they wouldn't have to worry about that. Uh, with Aaron, all they would probably have to do is restructure. But then... The return compensation, though, what what would the Raiders be willing to give up for a guy like Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, be interesting to see how how it all unfolds. At least Rodgers has come out and said he's going to make a decision soon. But I like I can't help yeah. but, but sit here and, and think that he's yeah <laughs> that whole the whole diva uh, whatever part of that is in your DNA as a franchise quarterback. It right. seems like it has infiltrated Rodgers more and more this offseason. From the second they lost to the Lions in Week 18, he has flipped on that switch and uh, and made it all about right. him. It's why we're talking about him on a you know on a show on February 6th. That's just the reality. Uh, the other news, Pritch, from a player perspective that did come out of the Pro Bowl, <laughs> aside from, and like, what are we still doing with the Pro Bowl where you have guys, you know, getting a guy, you oh, know, Miles man. Garrett uh, with a dislocated toe in the Pro Bowl game. But Geno Smith says that he's really confident he'll be back in Seattle next year working on a new deal. How much stock do you put in the, the possibility of Smith coming back to Seattle and uh, banking on himself there for another season? Well, 
Well, he did bank on himself, and he did a great job. I'll commend him for that. But, I mean, if you're Seattle and you're doing business the right way, I mean, um, you got a draft pick from the Denver Broncos that puts you in the top five of, of the draft. Uh, I, I think you got to build for your future too, right? And uh, you can go offensive line and go defensive player. I think Seattle uh, has drafted very, very well. Their rookie class last year helped them out. Uh, if they pass up a quarterback this year, uh, though, I mean, that would be shocking to me. Uh, now, uh, anything and everything can happen. You know, can you still win games and get back to the playoffs with Geno? Uh, we'll find out in a matter of weeks because of a contract, right? And are they going to pay him uh, that way, or are they going to pay him differently? Like, if they pay him differently, suggesting that he's a holdover until we can kind of mature a draft pick or get or be interested in a draft pick, I mean, that that remains to be seen. Um, I think Geno is optimistic he should be, even as a free agent, I mean, I, I think uh, he would be a little bit of sought-after player uh, for certain situations out there across the league. Right, and it's the quintessential question, though. If you're a team like Seattle, you get Smith, who has a career season, finished top seventh in advanced stats among all quarterbacks this year, was one of the elite guys right. by the numbers, hasn't really shown that, though, in the past. And do you sit here and say, well, maybe that was scheme and system in the past, and now we're unlocking his potential? Or do we say, all right, time to maybe sell high and, and, and look towards <laughs> the future in a QB? That's a tough question to answer. Yeah, I mean, Geno benefited for the fact that Kenneth Walker III came on strong. I mean, like I said, the offensive line gelled together, the younger players. Um, and then uh, he's got DK Metcalf and, and Tyler Lockett and Disley. I mean, when he was out there with the backups during the quarterback uh, competition with Drew Locke, he didn't look good at all, right? Uh, but with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, he started looking great. Uh, so uh, I think you got to keep that in mind as well. Yeah, big couple months coming up for Geno Smith as his contract talks continue with the Seattle Seahawks. When we return, time to welcome in our first guest of the show. It is Solomon Wilcott's longtime NFL vet and former NFL and CBS analyst. Solomon joins us from Radio Row right after this. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. To sign up for only $9.99 and become part of the Sports Betting Network. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. I'm Ben Wilson back in Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. We are so pleased to welcome in our first guest of the show today. Solomon Wilcox joins our Mike Pritchard down at Radio Row in Glendale. Solomon, longtime NFL vet. He played at Colorado right before Pritch came along and was a member of the Buffs. Solomon as well, longtime NFL on CBS analyst. You can now see him on SiriusXM Radio, the uh, Believe in Bengals podcast. And I understand you're, you're doing some work with Vericell now, Solomon. So thanks so much for joining us. I know Pritch is, you and Pritch go way, way back. But uh, first off, <laughs> tell, tell us what's the latest with you and, uh, and what you're doing there with Vericell. Yeah, I'm here on behalf of uh, Vericell. Uh, and listen, it's really about helping um, athletes get back on the field and people in everyday life, right? Weekend warriors mm -hmm. to get back to their active lifestyle. Uh, we know that there's about 12 million people each year go into the doctor office with some kind of uh, knee pain. Well, about half of those, 6 million people go in with cartilage uh, damage to the knee. What if we told you that we can take the healthy tissue in your 
cartilage, remove it, grow it on a collagen membrane, and then reinsert it uh, to help you regrow your healthy tissue mm -hmm. and keep you from um, sort of uh, this slide to wear your bone on bone. Um, I think it's a phenomenal, innovative way of treating cartilage uh, damage. All you have to do is go to the website at www.macy.com, M-A-C-I.com. Yeah, you know, uh, Solly, I, I'm so interested in Macy because I am bone on bone. And yeah, I was wow. curious uh, about, that happened from playing in the league, obviously, yep. but uh, it, there's a lot of athletes or, or you, know, you know, weekend warriors, if you will, too, that, right. yeah. that might be bone-on-bone -bone conditions or situations. Yeah. Can Macy help that out as well? Well, once you're, you can go to, to a point to where this maybe wouldn't be the best product for okay. you if you've already bone-on-bone. Uh, -bone. Mm -hmm. um, but if you have mild uh, degenerative uh, knee pain, right. then you're right in that window where you can take advantage of this innovative treatment. Um, so they want to get you before you get to that point. Okay, okay. We're here at the Super Bowl uh, with uh, Solomon Wilcox, Emmy uh, Award-winning uh, broadcaster, uh, host of the Open and Drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio, also Believe in Bengals podcast. Yeah. So let's get to the Super Bowl. All right. Because uh, I, 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 <laughs> our audience is going to look forward to your perspective. You played in Super Bowl 23 with the Bengals yep. Uh, yep. against Joe Montana. Uh, and when you think about Joe Montana, that offense and the weapons that he had, uh, and now you look at the Chiefs, uh, and I think it's similar. But then on top of that, the Eagles and the offense and how dynamic they are with six eligibles. From a defensive player's perspective, uh, which quarterback slash offense would be the most difficult for you to prepare for? Look, as always, uh, Patrick Mahomes. There's no doubt about that. And you talk about those similarities, uh, Joe Montana, Patrick Mahomes, the ability to extend the play, the ability to work outside the pocket and still be creative, to keep the play alive. Those of us who play defense on the defensive side, we can't cover all day, Mike. All right. You know, right. Sooner, right. like, man, sooner or later, the coverage, the integrity of the defense is going to break down. And that's where Patrick Mahomes has been very good, whether he's throwing it in the early phase of the pass play, Play, or in the later phase, as you see him getting out of the play, out of the uh, pocket, moving around and being able to make plays with his legs. This guy has the arm talent to drive the ball uh, down the field, the intermediate portion of the field. And that's why he and Travis Kelsey have made up this phenomenal team, one of the best quarterback-receiver combinations, even though he's a tight end. But it's one of the best combinations that we've ever seen. I think it's the more difficult element to stop. Okay, because the Eagles, with their six eligibles and yes. you know, Jalen Hurts running the football, mm -hmm. um, it's so much like a college offense. And, and I think it's unfamiliar to a lot of uh, teams in the National That's Football true. League. That's but true. from your, your perspective, again, mm -hmm. uh, because we have people looking to back the Eagles in this game, offensively, what problems could they pose to, to the Chiefs defense? Their ability to run the football. They come in averaging roughly 159 rush yards per game. The third highest per game rush average of any team entering a Super Bowl right. over the course of the history of this big game. And so that's the real challenge. And more importantly, the quarterback designed runs, mm -hmm. the RPO system. Um, Jalen Hurts is formidable when it comes to running the ball, whether he's giving it to Kenneth Gainwell, whether it's Boston Scott or Miles Sanders. you got four guys who can crease you in right. the run 
run game and contribute to that portion. But I think it all starts with the RPO system, which you and I both know it's designed to put the defense in the state of flux. I always tell people defenses before they can make a play, any player, they've got to first diagnose, is it a run play uh-huh. or is it a pass play? Right. And the RPO system, that's what it's designed to do, to keep you guessing, to keep you kind of waiting, playing on the back of your heels while they're attacking you. And while you're waiting to decide, to see if it's a run or a pass, a wide receiver's getting open down the field. An offensive lineman's climbing to the second level and getting on your linebackers. So defensively, what I want to do is I want to be on the attack. Mm-hmm. I want to blow up that mesh point where the quarterback stick the ball in the belly of the back. While he's trying to read it, we're blowing that up. That's how, I think that's how you have to play against this Eagles offense if you have any chance right. of derailing their run It game. seems like the Chiefs might have the players defensively to kind of do something like that. They have the players right. to do it. I, I think by design, you've got to be committed to right. it, right? Right. Because what's the one thing you don't want Jalen Hurts to do? As much as he has improved in terms of his ability to throw the ball, you don't want him running the ball on you. Mm-hmm. You don't want him ripping right up to your defense and allowing these rushing numbers, 34 rushing touchdowns throughout the regular season and post season. They average 44 rushing temps per game. I mean, they can dominate still possessions from Patrick Mahomes if you allow them to uh, hold the ball away from you using their run game. Yeah, recently on your Believe in Bengals podcast, you did have Eric Bieniemy, current offense coordinator uh, for the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs on that podcast. I invite everybody to go out and check that out. It's outstanding. Thank you. Um, but one of the things Eric talked about was the, the rise of the younger players and yeah. the commitment that those younger players for the Chiefs uh, have right now, uh, and certainly the confidence level. Ben Wilson and I, we were talking about that uh, in terms of how many young players the Chiefs are going to have to rely on. Yeah. Uh, but the confidence uh, right now, it seems like it's through the roof with those young players. So Seven draft picks. Uh, rookies contributed to where this team finds themselves now playing in their third Super Bowl in the last four years. And all of them, I think, contributed heavily in winning in the AFC Championship game. You got two seventh-round picks in Jalen Watson at the quarterback position who had an interception in that game against Joe Burrow and then you have Isaiah Pacheco another seventh round pick what draft class has two seventh round picks that are factoring in and playing significant minutes and then two first round picks in George Karloftis and Trent McDuffie at the quarterback position so they have three defensive backs um, in their secondary who are rookies but be uh, careful if you're going to test them because they can make big plays. Yeah, I believe you're right on that one. Okay, we got to get a pick from you, Sal. I mean, uh, <laughs> you'll put me on I'll the spot. I'll put you right? on the spot. Absolutely. Okay. There's a lot of people because your your wisdom, Sally's wisdom, is something that uh, I've understood for a lot of years. Uh, again, Emmy Award-winning broadcaster, played in Super Bowl 23, uh, host of Opening Drive on Sirius XM NFL Radio. Uh, okay. Who you who you got to lean, or do you actually have a pick for the Super Bowl? No, I got a pick. Okay. I, I'm not afraid to say, look. The Philadelphia Eagles. If you go across every single metric, I think you got to check the box, except the quarterback position. Like no one's going to say. As much as we love Jalen Hurts and he was a finalist for MVP, I think you're going to check the box on Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. But if you go down position by position, right, the wide receivers, I I love Devontae Smith and AJ Brown. Um, if I'm looking at the offensive line, if I'm looking every every the running game, the defense, the ability to pressure the opposing quarterback, the Eagles check all the boxes. Yeah. However, at the end of the day, man, Patrick Mahomes 
Andy Reid, you give him two weeks to prepare, he's going to give this Eagles defense something they have not seen before. He's going to give them different looks. The fulcrum, the tipping point for everything that the Chiefs do starts and ends with Patrick Mahomes. You give him the ball on the final possession of the game, he's going to find a way to get the ball into the end zone or set up Harrison Buckner for the game-winning field goal. Right. So at the end of the day, as closely as these teams, two teams are linked, right, uh, Andy Reid coached both teams, kind of built them mm. from the ground up. Um, I, I got a side with the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> there it is, Ben. Wow, there, uh, Wilson. there, there you hear it. Solid Wilcats. Going Chiefs, short underdog, and a lot yeah. of people are going to be back in the Chiefs get, getting points this week, catching one and a half. And you yeah. can follow Solomon on Twitter at uh, Solomon's Wisdom. Solomon, thank you so much for doing this as we let you go. First memory of when you crossed paths with Mike Pritchard. What, what was it? Oh, great story. I can tell you right now. We got like 40 uh, seconds, I, so we got to be quick. Yeah, freshman year. In the library, I had already played my rookie season. He came up to me. He's ready to leave Boulder. I wouldn't let him leave. And then he <laughs> ends up becoming the first player drafted from that national championship team. Great guy, great competitor. Solomon, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's good that you, you cross paths with Pritch in the library of all places. Who would have thought that, right? right? Mike Smart Pritchard right? in the Colorado. I'm following the best, man. How about that? All right, Solomon Wilcox, thanks so much for joining the show. And check him out at Solomon's Wisdom, all of his great work still. Uh, within NFL media and Sirius XM NFL radio. So thanks to Solomon. When we come back, it's our final segment on the Lombardi line, live from the big game on Radio Row in Phoenix. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. and Mike Pritchard, live from Phoenix, the site of Super Bowl 57 on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app. 
featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager with BetMGM. Sign up with the BetMGM or log in today to take advantage of BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. As we're back for the final time on the Lombardi line, Mike Pritchard with us from Radio Row, side of Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. I'm Ben Wilson back in Las Vegas at our Circus Sportsbook Studios. Big thanks to Solomon Wilcots for joining the show. Mike, you know I had to ask him about when, when you guys first met. <laughs> I, I want to hear your side right. of the story, too, from ba- back in the day in Boulder. Well, no, it was it was accurate. I mean, uh, I, I did, you know, Solly <laughs> was such a, a mentor. Uh, and, you know, the older players for CU, I mean, we looked up to him big time uh, as incoming freshmen. Uh, and, you know, it was competitive, Ben. I mean, I had... J.J. Flanagan, Eric Bieniemy, George Hemingway, O.C. Oliver. I had all of these high school All-Americans I was competing with for playing time. Uh, and so my freshman year, I got a little bit of playing time, not as much as Eric did. And, and so I was getting jealous of that. And I was like, man, I want to get out of here because I want to go to a place and, where I can play. And uh, no, I got wisdom from Solly, uh, who, oh, by the way, was – going on to the NFL and then certainly, like I mentioned, played in Super Bowl 23 with the Bengals as a, as a safety. Uh, but it was just great, great advice. Him and Mickey Pruitt and, and some other younger player, older players uh, at the time was instrumental for me hanging in there. Ben, you can't run away from your problems, man. You got to face them <laughs> head on. Uh, and yeah. so uh, I, that wasn't a problem. I just needed to be more competitive. I just needed to get better, right? Uh, so I got some wisdom from Solomon Wilcox, and that certainly helped me out. That's great. No transfer portal back in the day, Fritch. No, nowhere no to, transfer nowhere portal. To hide. I would have had to sit out a year. Not in the cards, and it all worked out. It ended up being a first-round draft pick. It did. So I, I think it all. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a smart decision uh, that the Solomon Wilcox See, helped. being in the library. Yes, See, go be, to the library. You never know what kind of information yes, you can find. Go to the, go to the <laughs> library. Yeah, not all, not all players are, are like that today. But you know what? You, you were back in the day, Fritch. Uh, so as we wrap up the show, want to get into some of the prop <laughs> options that we're looking at early here in the build-up to Super Bowl 57. A lot of numbers have started to move, especially mm-hmm. towards the overs for the popular players. But you mentioned earlier, Pritch, you like Miles Sanders as a long-shot option to win Super Bowl MVP. You bet him at 30-1. to 1. You, you think about the matchup we've been talking about. How can Kansas City's defensive line match up against the best O-line in the game with Philadelphia? Not only could Sanders have a good game and, and lead to a potential long shot for MVP, but if we're looking you know, of the more realistic props that are you know more evenly juiced, you've got him now at mm-hmm. 60 and a half on the rushing yards prop. That's been bet up over the past few days from 57 and a half. Now, how much success are you imagining Sanders gets? Is it just on the ground? Or are you seeing him as more of a uh, more of a run and pass catcher kind of dual threat in this game? Yeah, I'm thinking he's going to be a focal point. I mean, Gainwell is a change of pace type of back. Uh, and then I, I think that can play in, in the hands of the Kansas City. Uh, you know, I, I like Miles Sanders. We talked about this too, Ben, in terms of anytime touchdown score. It was plus money at one book, uh, which I was able to jump on uh, over the weekend. So um, that that's attractive. That correlates to from a, a MVP standpoint. Um, you know, A.J. Brown, uh, Solly talked about this, too. He's a matchup nightmare. We, we all know that. But, no, I, Sanders, to me, is the focal point uh, of the rushing attack uh, for the Eagles, more so than Jalen. J- Jalen Hurts is still dealing with that injury, the pain. 
Um, but if Miles Sanders can have a big day, then obviously I, I believe the Eagles will have a big day as well. When you think about what the Eagles have done this season on the ground, not only is it you know the number one team in EPA per play rushing, number one in success right. rate, but as much as the, the general narrative has been, well, the Eagles haven't played anybody. If you look at what who Kansas City has played by, by the overall you know, the DVOA metrics, Kansas City's faced the easiest slate uh, you know, of, of opposing run, run uh, offenses <laughs> in the league. They haven't really faced anybody who can punch you in the mouth the way Philadelphia can with their own offensive right. line. And even with that, Kansas City is 22nd in defensive rush EPA, if you look at a per-play basis, uh-huh. and have not faced a single top 13 offense all season. So is it, right. could it be more than Sanders who also finds success in their prop options? Mike, it's a logical thought to have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think we have this graphic uh, in terms of just a comparison of the two teams. Field Yates put it out, uh, a, a tweet. Yeah. Uh, ben, you know, a, a lot of the, the competition or uh, the regular season, who do they play against, strength of schedule, all that. That's why I don't power rank because I, I think it gets convoluted, right? Um, but but at the end of the day, they are the number one seeds, uh, and they produce six pro, all-pro players each um, on that side of the ball or, or, or both sides of the ball for both teams. So uh, one has an all-world quarterback. One has a, a quarterback that a lot of people are, are respecting each and every day more and more. Um, I, I think the leadership uh, is there. I think they're both well, well coached. They're going to be both well prepared too. So that's why I kind of throw out the strength of schedule yeah. and comparison, things like that uh, out the window. Like who's going to present problems for the opponent? Um, I, I think, you know, I've started there. Uh, I believe in my lean right now towards the Eagles, they have more solutions than what the Kansas City Chiefs have, right? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they had this all-world player, though. Uh, and I don't know if you can even put a stat or a number uh, on what Patrick Mahomes brings to the table. To- yeah, totally fair. And that's that's how the breakdown will really come. It's do you believe in yeah. the, the, the depth of the team in Philadelphia or you believe in what Patrick Mahomes can do specifically? It, I, when I look at how the rush props, though, pan out, a Philadelphia offense that this season has faced seven different mm-hmm. defenses that are bottom 11 defending the run. Eagles are 7-0 right. in those games, have averaged 213 rush yards per game in those games on nearly six yards a carry. It's why you're mm-hmm. seeing the market go to the over on Miles Sanders. The question is, would you still bet, bet him now at 60 and a half as that's continued to move up? I, my answer would still be yes, even though you've missed the best of the number by uh, by three yards. And I'd also say the same thing for Jalen Hurts, who's at 49 and a half on right. the rush yards. Those would be two targets I'd look at to go over, even with relatively high numbers. Exactly. I agree with you 100 uh, percent. And here's here's a tweet. Uh, I mean, uh, our, our shout out to our production staff here, because this is incredible. I mean, think about this, uh, Ben, when, when you're looking at uh, the comparison of these two teams, uh, and doesn't this tell you to kind of throw out the stats, throw the stats out the window? I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I believe, I believe, uh, and it's day one, I get it, but I believe that both offensive-minded head coaches are going to have to be aggressive. Uh, we know the Chiefs will be, uh, and from a prop standpoint, that kind of just lights up the screen. Uh, now, the Eagles, to, to match scores uh, or, or to produce a lead, which I think they're familiar with having and the comfort of having that type of lead. The last two playoff games have been very comfortable uh, for the Eagles. So I, I think they have to be aggressive too, which brings in all kinds of props. And I, I, I don't know how this becomes a defensive slugfest. I mean, it's possible. It, it is possible. Everything's possible, right? Uh, but I'm leaning towards the other variety, and that's yeah. a lot of offense in this one. The, the, for our radio audience who couldn't see this, the, the tweet from uh, Field Yates, each team, 16-3, and three. Each team 
Chiefs and Eagles, 546 points scored. Each team, six All-Pros, including a Kelsey brother and the quarterback, <laughs> and then each were the, were the number one seed in the, uh, in the respective league. So it's, it's why there's yeah. not much to parse between the two teams. It's why the, the line has been very tight throughout. Eagles right now a consensus uh, one-and-a-half-point favorite. I, I would be looking to target, though, Hurts and Sanders rushing props to the over. The, the tertiary mm-hmm. pieces for Philadelphia, it's interesting. If you go down the board and you've got, let's say you have a Kenneth Gainwell who's right. – who's gone off, right. all, admittedly, in some garbage-time scenarios, averaging 80 rush yards a game over the two playoff games. You've gained well at 19.5 on the rushing yards. Boston Scott, who's yet another piece who has been more like third on the pecking order, he's at 8.5 rushing yards. Would you, If you go down right. the board, and, and that's the general thought, Mike, there could be value further on the board. Any value you see in, in betting some of those deeper options on that Philadelphia depth chart? Yeah, I mean, uh, Gainwell is, is a guy that does stand. I mean, I, I know... People probably shy away from Sanders and MVP because it, does he is he going to platoon and that kind of thing? Which against the Chiefs, I don't see that happening. But can Gainwell get some opportunities and break out a little bit? Uh, that's attractive. Uh, you know, some of the role players too. I'm investigating those guys uh, because I think Patrick's going to have to lean on uh, Valdez Scantling. Uh, you know, without Tony. You know, Juju Juju is still uh, up in the air. But those other guys, like Watson, I mean, all those guys, I think those role players in that regard from Patrick Mahomes, they're going to have to make a play or two. We, we saw Marcus Kemp uh, be able to do that in conference yes, championship game, too. So, right. So I, that's what I think. You know, that's, a, that's not a buildup of plays. It's not an accumulation of a, a lot of big plays. But a big play here or there from some of those role players can help you out, too. Yeah, and if you uh, did not see the props yet, props have now been added for both Juju Smith-Schuster as well as Marquez Valdez-Scantling as there were some Mm -hmm. some question marks at least on the Smith-Schuster status and how that might impact the prop number on Valdez-Scantling. Those numbers are now out. Valdez-Scantling 36.5 on the receiving yards. Smith-Schuster at 34.5. It's been an absolute blast. And guess what? We're just getting started with our shows throughout the week live from Phoenix and Radio Row. So, uh, Mike Pritchard, great job by you. Thanks to Dez Schultz, uh, Ken Sports, our engineers getting everything set up there at Radio Row. Uh, I'm Ben Wilson saying so long for everybody here at the Lombardi Line. Up next, it is V-CIN Big Bets. Dave Ross and Amal Shaw take it away right after this. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 